Welcome to the David Blackmore Show. Join me as we take a deep, refreshing dive into the most profound quotes of all time, made famous by some of the greatest minds throughout our history. Discover the positive forces that control human behavior, our ideas, and our beliefs. And learn how to use these golden mountains of truth to be wiser, healthier, happier, and more productive in your daily life. Welcome to episode three. This week, we're going to dive into quotes by Bob Ray, who believes we have it all here in Canada. Amelia Earhart, who believes the most difficult decision is just to act. And Albert Einstein, who thanks those who told him no. So let's get busy and dive into the quotes. We have it all. We have great diversity of people. We have a wonderful land and we have great possibilities. So with all these things combined, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Bob Ray, born August 2nd, 1948, which makes him 70 at the time of this podcast. He's a lawyer, negotiator, public speaker, and former politician. He was the intern leader of the Liberal Party of Canada and was the first and only NDP Premier of Ontario. He is currently the special envoy to Myanmar, where he brought worldwide attention to the ethnic cleansing of the Rohingya, where 700,000 people have been displaced by their own government who have destroyed their homes and villages. Because of Bob's report, the Canadian government will take a leadership role in trying to help this human crisis. So let's take this quote and dive deep into it right now. In Canada, yes, we do have it all. We have freedom. We have a civil government. We have a, a great standard of life. And we have a place that encourages diversity where people feel comfortable and safe. Sure, we still have a long way to go with a lot of different issues, but on the whole, it's our policy, official policy of the government, to welcome people from all over the world. And this, in turn, allows us to have great possibilities, great possibilities to benefit from all these different cultures, great possibilities to benefit from all the people in the population that come over and help populate Canada, which is not as populated as we probably want it to be right now. We have tremendous natural resources. We have beautiful parks. We have smart people involved in government and public service. And so with all these things combined, I agree with Bob. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. The most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. The fears are paper tigers. You can do anything you decide to do. You can act and change to control your life. And the procedure, the process, is its own reward. Amelia Mary Earhart, born 1897, 
and disappeared on July 2nd, 1937, was an aviation pioneer and author, the first female to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean and set many other records, wrote best-selling books about her flying experiences, and she was a member of the National Women's Party and an early supporter of the Equal Rights Amendment. If we break this quote down a bit, you know, sometimes... The most difficult part of any decision or doing anything in life is just the decision to act. You know, and sometimes that takes a lot of soul searching and uh, understanding the impact of that decision is going to have on you and others down the road. The best way for me to describe that is an analogy that I recently heard about how. Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, makes his decisions, and he has two different methods. One is if you're going, making a decision is like going through a door. If that door is a one-way door and you can't return back through it, that's a pretty serious decision. Those are decisions that are going to have impacts for many, many years in your life, perhaps on your health, the direction you're going, everything about you. There's the other decisions, which are a two-way door. You can go back and forth. You can go through that door, and it's not the end of the world, and you can go back if you discover that it's something that you don't want to uh, embark upon. So naturally, you want to spend more time on a decision that's going to have bigger implications than you would of something that you could merely step through a door and come back. It sounds pretty simple, but a lot of people, they get stuck in analysis way too much. And sometimes you don't have to make an entire decision at the point, but you can do testing and go in small increments to see how things are going to work out, which I would think it would be a smart thing to do um, before you move forward on something, especially if it has life-changing impact, where it's going to cost you a huge investment of time or money or affect your relationships with other people. That's one part of what Amelia said. Then she talked about the fears are paper tigers. So the fears that we have when we make these decisions are, are sometimes they're not real. They're just from our own imagination or their comments that people may make or fear of how we're go- we think we're going to be perceived when we make these. Is it dumb? Or if we break it down, uh, those fears are really not uh, significant. They're only fear. They're only thoughts. So when you make a decision, you know, don't worry about those fears. Unless they're a fear that's going to give you a message about something. Fears are like paper tigers. Really means that a lot of the fear is the ferocious look of them. When you get right down to it, they're just made out of paper. They're just imaginary. They're, they don't have any substance to them, so they can't really uh, destroy you or, or do anything. So you, you move through those fears, and you do it anyway. You know, you can do anything you decide to do. You know, obviously, you, you know, you can't fly unless you get on a plane, um, but there's always a way to... Uh, be able to do anything you decide to do. You can act and change to control your life. That means you can take action and do something to change and control your life. If you want to be more fit, 
instead of sitting down for four to eight hours straight, get up every hour and exercise a bit. Do a little bit of aerobics. Move around. Uh, you know, spend your time instead of watching TV or wasting your time on the internet and learning new skills, learning new things, trying new things. Through your own actions, you can take charge and control your life. It's the procedure and the process is its own reward. It's the actual doing is the reward itself, you know, because in the end, even if you reach a goal, you know, what are you going to do when you get there? If you focus on the activity of what you're doing and you find reward in that, that is the reward in itself. It's not the pot of gold that's at the end of the rainbow. It's the rainbow, walking on the rainbow, getting to, you know, getting to that pot of gold, the adventure, the learning, the evolution of everything that happens between now and finding that pot of gold. That is what counts. Here is a woman who did incredible things. She was a pilot. She was a writer. She was an advocate for women's right at, rights at a time when that that was the last thing, you know, that people wanted to do. She was a champion of women's rights at a time when it was in its infancy, when women didn't have a vote, where they were just considered second-class citizens and not to have any opinions or intelligence. And look at what she did. And, you know, she flew across the Atlantic Ocean, but she went missing. And that was a great story that that we've held for many, many years. There's so many conspiracies and stories and books about it. Amelia Earhart is, uh, is someone who just did things, didn't give in to fear or stereotypes, and just went out and did what she believed would bring her adventure and excitement and learn new things in life. And that's a great example of somebody that just acted. I am thankful for all of those who said no. It's because of them I'm doing it myself. <laughs> Albert Einstein. He's best known for his mass energy equivalence formula E equals MC square, which has been dubbed the world's most famous quotation. He lived between 1879 and 1955 was a German-born theoretical physicist who developed the theory of relativity, one of the two pillars of modern physics. His work is also known for its influence on the philosophy of science. He received the 1921 Nobel Prize in Physics for his discovery of the law of the photoelectric effect, which was a pivotal step in the evolution of quantum theory. Here it is. Let's, uh, let's dive deep into this particular quote. He's thankful for all those who said no to him. <laughs> you know, can you imagine? Uh, here, this guy who has this uh, theory, he has ideas, he's exuberant. Uh, he sees things that possibly that other people can't see. And when people say no to him, he persists regardless. 
You know, in my life, um, I've had a lot of people say no to me, and uh, probably because of the type of work I do, (laughs) raising funds for charities um, and uh, causes that I believe in. You know, I get no a lot, you know, but it doesn't ever stop me. What it, no to me means not now. It means I'm not the one to make this decision. I don't have any uh, money to give you at this time. It doesn't mean that this is the end of the line for all my efforts. Uh, So what it does is it means that I can get back to that person later. I can persuade them differently. I can look at other people. I can ask for a recommendation. There's all kinds of things that I can do without accepting no as the end of the line. So I think that's what Albert Einstein was saying. And thankfully, he had this attitude that he could persist and that he was able to do these things himself. When If he asked somebody to do something for them and he, they said no, then he would find a way to do it himself. And if you can do that in your life, you'll always be able to move forward. You know, and, and recently I've been working on, I'm a technology uh, CEO and founder. You know, I've been in situations where people change and I don't have the same resources. If I have somebody working on a project for me and they have to move on or we run out of funds, there's all kinds of things that happen. And you know what I found is that if I dug in a bit deeper, that I could actually learn how to do these things myself. And guess what? I did. I learned how to do these things by myself. I don't imagine that I'm going to do everything myself all the time. But you know what? If I get into a situation where I'm stuck and I can't get somebody else to do it for me, I can do it myself. You know, I can figure out how to do this thing, whether it's coding or design or whatever it is that I have to do. And if you can develop that attitude where you can become self-sufficient, I mean, obviously, as you grow an organization, you're going to have a lot of other people doing a lot of other things. But it's so easy to get hung up into this idea that because you don't know something and you can't get another person uh, to do it for you uh, or you don't have the money to hire somebody to do something, then you stop in your tracks and you say, I'm not capable of doing this. So I would have to say that Considering what Mr. Einstein went through, uh, the great contribution that he made to the world, that we can do that in our own way, regardless of how uh, large or small our project is, just by thinking of how you can do it yourself to either understand it or get through it is great advice. I recommend that you follow that advice. In summing up the three quotes, I would have to say Bob Ray's idea that we have a beautiful place to live because of its diversity, because of its great opportunities, and Amelia Earhart, who just kind of does it. She just goes out and does it and doesn't accept fear and just moves forward to do what she believes she had to do. And Albert Einstein, who the people who said no to him, he turned it around as a benefit that gave him the inspiration to just do it himself. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes and share if you enjoyed it and found it useful. Because this is the beginning of
of a beautiful friendship. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.